Listeners, The Cult's book is now available, and you can purchase your copy by visiting parcast.com slash cults. Today, we're talking about the celebrity sex trafficking cult that made headlines in recent years. Enjoy this exclusive clip on Keith Raniere and Nexium. If you'd like to dig deeper, be sure to order your copy of Cults Inside the World's Most Notorious Groups and Understanding the People Who Join Them at parcast.com slash cults. At around the same time Gina broke things off with Keith, he started working at the multi-level marketing company Amway. According to Keith's friend, Eric J. Rood, in his interview with Block, shortly after his stint at Amway, Keith began talking about founding a company of his own that mirrored the MLM structure. It was also during this time that the first seeds of Keith's cult following were planted. He started holding court at his townhouse in Clifton Park, New York. Keith led long philosophical sessions, transforming the staid structure into a sort of hippie hangout. Dozens of young women showed up at the house to listen to him talk. In addition to vague dreams about improving Amway's structure, Keith also discussed the human potential movement. Block defined this philosophy as the idea of unlocking people's untapped abilities and how it can bring about positive change in the world. It was this topic that most appealed to the listening women, especially because Keith claimed he saw great potential in them. According to one of his friends from that time, Keith often encouraged the women at these sessions to fulfill whatever their gifts and talents might be. It's no surprise then that the young women started to see Keith as a sort of guru. Before long, they were discussing how he might brand himself as such and marry his goals of founding an MLM organization with his desires to help people reach their full potential. Eventually, a consensus was reached. Everybody agreed that Keith should take another IQ test. It's likely they believed that doing so would bolster his credibility, allowing him to start the business of his dreams. Journalist Irene Gardner Keeney wrote for the Albany Times Union that in 1987, 27-year-old Keith took a 48-question IQ test crafted by the Mega Society. After turning it in, Keith got 46 out of 48 questions right. This put his IQ at an enviable 178. For context, it's believed that Albert Einstein had an IQ of 160. Thus, with a score of 178, Keith proved himself smarter than the man who developed the theory of relativity, as far as the test was concerned. However, even catapulting above such rarefied company wasn't enough for Keith. And soon, he claimed that he had an IQ in the stratospheric 240 range. One year later, Keith was included in the Australian edition of the Guinness Book of World Records as the man with the highest IQ. The local Albany newspapers covered the unexpected discovery of a genius within their midst, with all the usual restraint of the press. In other words, they ran a headline calling Keith a one in 10 million intellect. It didn't seem to matter to the breathless reporters that the test that supposedly proved Keith's intelligence was one of the untimed take-home variety, nor did anyone bother to check the supposed genius's college credentials. If they had, they would have discovered that Keith graduated from college with a GPA of 2.26. But in 1988, none of those facts mattered. 28-year-old Keith Raniere leveraged the publicized Mega Society test results and his inclusion in the Guinness Book of World Records 
to brand himself the smartest man in the world. It was this moniker that allowed him to establish the first of his predatory enterprises. If you enjoyed this clip, be sure to order your copy of Cults Inside the World's Most Notorious Groups and Understanding the People Who Joined Them. It's now available in hardcover and as an audiobook at parcast.com slash cults.